What you're about to hear is the second part of an ongoing series focused on, I guess, the cutting room floor, as it may be, from Indie Ball Report episodes. I have no idea how to intro an audio-only thing. I uh, figured I'd just steal it from Dan Carlin, hope for the best. Um, this is Ryan from Indie Ball Nation. Uh, this is, as I said, the second installation part. It makes sound like there's like a limit to the number of parts. I guess the second audio-only piece of content from the cutting room floor of Indie Ball Report. I'll have to clean that up a little bit. Um, if you did not listen to the first one of these, well, you might be a little thrown off, and uh, it probably won't get much better as time goes on. But essentially, the short version is I wanted to have some audio-only content, and I've got it in the form of the tangents and sidebars and messes that came along with the weekly recording of Indie Ball Report, which if you are not following any bar report, you should absolutely do that, especially because Nick was kind enough to, well, with the number of edits he has to make every time we do a podcast, because we do not focus, uh, he actually did take time to send that over to me. And uh, as I was looking for some audio only content, because I do have some YouTube only content, plug that, go check it out if you would like. Uh, I, I did want to actually feature something uh, audio only on the podcast platforms, and this works. Um, it always will vary in what we're talking about. The last one was about 40 minutes long. I do believe this one will be about 14, 15 minutes long when it's all said and done. So there is a lot of variation, as I said. Uh, I will leave at least a sort of guide to the timing of things. This is a much uh, smaller one, as I said, so it won't be as in-depth as the last time. But in the show notes, I'll try to leave a little guide to the time frames we're looking at here. If you would like to skip ahead or... Um, you know, check out something in particular in one of these episodes, you are free to do so. In this episode, we are talking about, and we're just sort of picking up a conversation, uh, a conversation about the New Jersey Jackals, which sort of went into a sidebar that we didn't necessarily feel like going into or want to go into about their attendance issues and what we think about that and um, our concerns for them as they proceed through their Hinchcliffe uh, Stadium adventure, which is how I'm choosing to say that at this point. And then we have uh, probably nine or ten minutes on uh, well, I guess on and surrounding the top 10 rankings that we have uh, been putting out every week uh, for all the indie ball teams across the country and also Canada. Shout out to uh, our teams in the north with, I think, Quebec is right up against the rankings. So I got to make sure I'm including that when I mention it. Um, yeah, so we got a little off topic there as well. So we decided to cut it and find a home here for it. So I hope it might be something that interests you. It might not be, but that's okay. But I did want to put it out there, so at least if it is something that interests you, then you have it. And um, if not, well, then keep posted. Keep following what we have going on, because I'll be posting the normal recaps and things like that. And also, if you're following Indie Ball Report, we'll have another episode out on Saturdays as well. Until then, I hope you enjoy this. The Cutting Room Floor, Episode 2. How about that? That sounds clean. We'll go with that. That's the other exactly. thing. Exactly. It's the elephant in the room. It's like, like you're not doing yourself any favors with the pricing on stuff and the whole $15 parking that you got to prepay in advance and there's like 200 parking spaces and not yeah. really easy for walk-ups. Like, it, it's a problem. It's a, it's a situation. And like, especially like the holiday weekend thing, I want to cut them a break because I'm like, well, you know, a lot of the people that would have otherwise went to the game, they're like, down the shore or went out to like the Poconos for the weekend 
because they're, you know, they're doing a thing. They're going on vacation for the long weekend because most people have like Monday, Tuesday off. So they're like, well, if I get to work early on Friday, it's like four day, five day weekend. So it's like a mini vacation. So like, I want to cut them a break and say that's what a lot of people did. But at the same time, <laughs> You also play in Patterson. There's a lot of people that live in Patterson and a lot of people that live in the surrounding area. In fact, in Passaic, Bergen, and Essex County, there's more people there than in the entire state of New Mexico. So I feel like you could still find a way to draw 1,200 people. Here's my thing, too. And I go back to it because teams love using the holiday weekend excuse. If you stop and you go, okay, how many people do I know who are leaving town? Like... If you say, like, my, my gut said one in 10. If you're lean, if you lean a little more, maybe it's one in five. Okay. So where, where are the other four? So you're saying you lost 20% of your attendance. And now you have 70 people in the ballpark. <laughs> that still leaves you under a hundred. That's what worries the hell out of me when it comes to that organization. Point. I mean, that and the optics just aren't good. That's the thing. Like, even when I'm trying to think when it was mostly full there. Right. And this is supposed to be a good segment. Now it's kind of turning on them a little bit. So we'll cut it short after this. But like, even when the ballpark's full, it's mostly like camp days, you know, like it's never its own thing, like its own standalone Mm -hmm. night. I'm not expecting like the kind of numbers that, like, say, Schaumburg pulls, right? Because Schaumburg pulls good numbers, even if they're embellished a little bit, they're still solid numbers. I'm not even expecting like, you know, like 1800 a game. I'm not even expecting that, but like, I kind of expect you to draw, you know, 12, 1300 a game. I think that's a reasonable expectation, especially when you hyped it all up as like, we're going to be in this community. We're going to appeal to the community. We're going to make the community come out. And resoundingly, it has not happened. And maybe it's a little unfair to judge them on it when, the move, like the time span from moving to Patterson to now has been up like 10 months. So maybe it's a little unfair. Maybe it needs more time to gain ground and, you know, make some inroads here. But like at the same time, I believe tonight was like an event night too. I think it was like Dominican Republic night, something like that. So Oof. yeah, it's an especially bad luck here. And it's like, guys. You need to do better than this. Like, I know they're up in Sussex for two more. I believe July 2nd and 3rd. Because I believe 4th of July game itself. Or the... Wait, it's the inverse. I think they have the Miners coming to town. And then the 4th, they go up to Sussex and then come back. If I'm not mistaken. I think that's how it works. Because I looked into the schedule to see what they were doing on 4. So... You know, they have an opportunity here. They have more home games for the weekend. So maybe it improves as we get a little bit closer. But, like, you got to do better than what you're doing now. Because even being generous on some of these nights, it's like, even the embellished attendance, it still says, like, 500. And that's, if you have to embellish to get the 500, it's not good. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't want to harp on the same more than we already have. I didn't want to harp on it at all, but here we are. It's just so hard to avoid. Um, well, they didn't have reported attendance tonight. It says zero. Um, Ooh, that's not good. The Maybe that is the uh, reported attendance. Oof. Um, okay, but uh, for even the like, Juneteenth game, which they 
specifically hadn't scheduled to not draw. Like, yeah. oh, and they man. hyped that up too. They marketed that. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I don't know. Again, Which, we're not trying to like beat yeah. them up. It's just that we we both, I think, agree we genuinely want any ball to work in that market. And it's yeah. just it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it's, it's something to watch here. Now, I will say and toss one thing out before we go into hot or not and everything that comes with that. But should Missoula come out of this next nine game stretch, you know, three with Glacier, three with the Billings and three with Ogden. And let's say they're six and three or better. Will that be enough for you to rank Missoula? Um. I was thinking about that. I think it depends on how it goes. I think I'd need to see a seven in that one column from those nine. Okay. Um, so like let's say they were to sweep one of Glacier Billings, lose one to uh to them, and then take the series for Zogden. So they would ultimately lose one or two games in that. So they're say seven and two, but most of the wins are against, you know, the ones that sweep and then obviously you win the other two series. Yeah, and again, everything's going to depend on what's going on around them, too. Yeah. But uh, I do, yeah, I think there's potential there. I will begrudgingly admit that. Not begrudgingly, I want that. I just have a core belief of, uh, I think it's going to be really hard for a Pioneer League team to crack our top 10. Um, but hey, man, like, I'm not, won't say never. I mean, you got Lincoln in that top 10. They're cooling off. Um, it, but here's my, oh, it's so hard, though. It's so hard to look at that top 10 and be like, if I'm going to rank you above them, it's because I think you can beat them. See, like, I, I had a lot of Schomburg people annoyed that they weren't ranked last week. Now, of course, I, I didn't mention that that was my doing, that they weren't ranked because I didn't put them in the ranking. But <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, you know, you were close. You were close. I think that's what I was talking. I was like, oh, you, were, you weren't that far off. And I was thinking, yeah, you weren't getting ranked from me. I can give you an answer on that one, how far off they were. They were 11, so they missed by one spot. Ah, so me ranking Missoula kept them out. <laughs> I'll admit this. Yeah. I um I had it tied like so technically they were tied on the ten spot with oh. Um you put them I you and I both I ranked them at I think you and I both ranked them at uh like I ranked the ducks at or I I'm sorry. I ranked the boomers at nine. You ranked the ducks at nine. Oh. That wasn't enough to get them in by themselves. So it came down to like which one is gonna make it. And I I was willing enough to flip the ducks to uh the number ten spot. So I can actually take the heat for that one. Because oh. I was the one who backed the boomers and was the one who finalized the list. I didn't even run it by you. And I was just like, Oh, that's yeah, okay. I, I'll go your way with it. I'm fine with but the because the ducks just made the Ramos signing too. Yeah. And like that I was fine with that. See, my thinking was because I don't think I put Gateway in there either. Was that if I'm not going to rank Gateway, I can't rank Schomburg. They're both similar teams. And speaking with Schomburg, they just dealt Washington another heartbreaking loss. Really hard time really being a a Washington fan. I guess we're just going to hot or not, even though neither one of these teams are in the hot or not section. But man, Washington's got like back to back soul crushing losses. Um. Washington and then 
Oh God, that York game. <laughs> York was bad. I, Sorry, I that was what was in my head. I was like, that York game was brutal. Um, especially in a playoff race, you have an opportunity and you're getting chased down by the Ducks who are just loading up constantly with MLB dudes. Yeah, um, they got yeah, a big so, one over yeah, High Point tonight, so though. Yeah. Bad yeah, loss yeah. for High Point. Very bad loss for High Point. Yeah, man. That you got to have that after the two out of th- driving two out of three with uh, Gastonia. Yeah. Uh, Plus Gastonia, yeah, especially because Southern Maryland's brains like and... momentum belter. Yeah. I was just saying that Gastonia beat Southern Maryland's brains in too, so that didn't help the cause either. Now, um, I guess last thought on that. Yeah, Schumburg, I have a feeling they're going to make it up. I think the Ducks are going to stay in too. Well, yeah. I'm interested to see how this next ranking goes. Exactly. Um, so the problem is too, you just have a lot of teams that are very similar there. So if you're not going to rank yeah. the one, I have a hard time ranking the other one because it doesn't seem quite fair. And then I look else from like, comparatively speaking you'd like that's what i did with the ducks i was like you know if i rank gateway then i gotta rank schomburg and long island needs to be in here somewhere and where i when i sent the thing i was like they're just going up now i don't know you know if they need to be higher than this i was like really debating it and i was like new jersey's got to go up there a bit and myers haven't done anything to fall so like i was really thinking it through i was like you know what we're not ranking either one of them so that's kind of what I said. Yeah. I, my 10, my 9, and my 7, you didn't rank, and your 10, 9, 7, I didn't rank. Every match is perfectly on that one. See, and that's the thing. Like, the ranking works for that because those are like the three spots there that are really the most subjective because the top five are pretty straightforward. I think, you know, generally speaking, most weeks we're in agreement with the top five. Maybe like your two is my three or your four is my two, or something like that. But generally, the top five teams aren't changing. Then the sixth team, it's always kind of subjective a little bit, but the bottom three are really where it gets kind of crazy because there's arguments to be made, and it's just how you view the ranking and how it should be that makes up those Yeah, and I like three. that, again, your 10-9-7 your and my 10-9-7, the other person didn't even vote for, but we both put Sussex County at eight because they're just which like, eventually translated to seven. Because like, if we both pick them for something, it counts as a low. The way we have it, like, kind of combined points, and because all the teams around them were only picked once, they actually bumped up to seven. So good for good for Sussex County. But like, the thing is, though, it does make sense that they're in that spot because like second place, but they really haven't played bad baseball at any point. But they do have a Frontier League pull against them, so it kind of is like. A team that's like a solid team in like say the American Athletic Conference. And you're like, you know what? UCF does deserve to be ranked, but they should not be sniffing the top ten. Fifteen is where they belong. Yeah, yeah and that's also why I like dropping the also receiving votes. It's like a bonus point if exactly. you like it. I, I will say this uh, our ranking, not the two on horn. I will yeah. I, I think almost without exception, I, every time I've looked at them, yeah, okay, that feels right. Yeah. The worst when you put together a ranking, go, uh. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not sure how you feel. We're about just it. like, that doesn't seem right. We got to correct that. But yeah, no, like, honestly, that's the thing. Like, there's been a couple times where I've seen a team in there, I was like, how high did he put this team that they made it, not just made it, but made it in like the eighth spot? But generally, I'm like, yeah, no, that, that seems right. Yeah, I'm trying to think which ones you've... Uh, the Barnstormers one you jumped on. <laughs> yeah. To I be put fair. Barnstormers five that week. And I'll be honest, that aged like milk. But um, 
uh, to be fair, they were on a streak, and like they they were one of those weird teams where like their peripheral numbers were really a lot better than their like runs scored and their wins. Like the the results weren't there, but like there were a lot of signs that they were going to be. And then instead of what was the usual, like then there are two ways from there, which is yeah, then you catch up to your potential, and those sort of signs you saw on the edge start to become the actual results and performance of the team. Or the lack of results can just sort of force the wheels to fall off, and that definitely seemed like where it ended up going. Well, also forget you're putting a second half team with, you know, some expectation for a first half. That's not how they operate. Well, and to be fair, though, I was like, well, we're getting towards the second half, so this does check out too. It needs it needs to be July before it's a second half team. Now it's July. You know, we just ticked over across that point, so I'm gonna have to update the calendars now, but. You know, generally speaking, uh, it's not the second half until July. I'm sorry. You can say you're getting closer, but it's not quite there. But uh, I mean, uh, we'll agree. I mean, agreed. It's not the second half, but like also doesn't mean that roster is starting to come together. The the roster doesn't automatically change the first day of the second half. Well, fair enough. But well, well, they have about, one two in a row now. So here oh, we go. They're coming up. That one dude on but Twitter look, that's and, dedicated to hating them is going to be June. Yeah. And still June, so look at them getting after a couple days early. It's and now we're in June. July, so they can fully hit their stride. All right, well, there you go. And we know that one dude on Twitter, he's going to be upset about that two-game winning streak. That energy is insane. I respect it, though. I do, too. It's, I, I, hey, man, who am I to say something? I run, we both run podcast about indie ball so i know right? i mean well, who are we to say someone needs to get a life he probably has a better life going than us i mean he's trying to get invited to the dave Chappelle haters ball that's what he's trying to do i may not have a lot but i love what i got a four by four and a good fishing spot i hope this time my card won't decline